Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father, Colossians 1.13, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. I wanted to talk to you guys this morning about the topic about being justified. And I want to take it from the book of Acts 13.39. Uh, and I want to go into some things that took place. There is so much going on at the cross that Jesus took upon himself. And the Bible tells us that he became sin itself. And when he became sin, the Bible teaches us that God the Father cannot look on to sin. And that was when he, uh, God the Father had turned his back on Jesus Christ. When he became sin, he took upon himself uh, uh, the sin nature of man, that thing that entered in once Adam fell. And the Bible says at that space, um, through this man's offense, many died. And we talked about what that offense was, and that offense was disobedient to God. He listened to his woman versus being obedient to God. And the Bible tells us that the uh, sin entered in through that offense, and as a result of sin entered in, entering in, death also accompanied sin, and that they reigned. But through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ and those who believe, there are many things that takes take place that happens to us as an individual. And what I want to do is take some time and go through. Uh, those and show you what they are versus being just salvation. Salvation is one of them, but it is many more that took place. And I've been uh, dropping seeds in my morning rants about some of those, but I wanted to just circle back with more detail and entitle this particular message, All That Believe Are Justified. And so, well, what we're going to do is take a look first at the offense that took place when Adam uh, fend, uh, uh, came and he made that offense to God. The scripture tells us that he created something that God the Father originally had not intended to be born. And that was a corrupt man. And as a result of that offense, God uh, told him what would happen to him. As a result, you shall surely die. And at that offense, man died. But something else was created that God did not create. And that was a corrupt man, a corrupt being. Corrupt meaning that the the offense took place, sin entered in. And the Bible tells us that the works of the flesh are these. It goes into detail as to what those things are and how they manifest in our life. And so as we 
uh, as we're going to take a look in this, we'll see some additional things that took place with God, with Jesus Christ's obedience. So we have the first Adam came in, and the Bible says there were two Adams, the first and the second Adam, meaning Jesus Christ. And so we'll see that when Jesus, through his obedience, he also created something new. And that's what we have been looking at and studying in the Word of God over time, if you've been listening to my podcast. Uh, so we are walking through this thing. We see that this offense took place, and it tells us that in verses uh, Acts 13.39, and by him all that believe are justified from all things, for which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. And so, as we are going to take a look, we'll see, as I mentioned to you, when Adam uh, sinned, he created a new man. And the Bible tells us when he uh, he gave birth to his sons, he it tells us that uh, they were created in his image, his being, Adam's image, after the fall. So, Adam was created in God's image before the fall, after the fall. Uh, he created men in his image. So through his disobedience, he um, he changed the uh, essence of mankind. The spirit of man became corrupt, and he was disconnected from God. And so Jesus Christ comes on the scene, and he is also tempted, he being the second Adam. And the Bible chronicles his 40 days of tempting by Lucifer and how the different things that he presented to him at the end of it, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And so he overcomes his temptation, whereby the first Adam did not. And when Jesus Christ overcame his temptation, and when he died, because the Bible says that he came, the reason why he even uh, came into being, is that he would destroy the works of the devil. And we see that in the scripture as well. He says, I come um, that I may destroy the works of the devil. And so as um, uh, he had done this, and the Bible tells us uh, that um, uh, the work that he does on his, from the death and the resurrection and so forth, when he was uh, coming to pay the price for uh, all that was taken care of and needed to be paid to the very last prophecy that Jesus, when it tells us that Jesus said, I'm thirsty, and they, they gave him the um, the liquid to drink, which was sour wine, and um, that was also prophesied. And then he said after, he said it is finished, and then he gave up the ghost. So at his, as the death and resurrection he had made a statement to Nicodemus that in order to be a citizen within the kingdom of God, one must become born again. And it tells us that you are born into the kingdom uh, that was governed by the sin of Adam, and you are now going to be born into the kingdom of God, which, which is governed by the obedience of Jesus Christ. And so we are making this great big trans, um, transmuted, um, uh, moving from one kingdom to another, 
as I mentioned to you, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us out us from the present from this present evil from according to the will of God our Father. So we know that God has translated us in Colossians one four one twelve thirteen, who has delivered us from the power of darkness or from the kingdom of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his son. So that power of darkness was sin. And that sin, the Bible tells us that we are all justified from that sin. Why? Because the scripture teaches you and I that Jesus Christ became sin. He became sin on our behalf. And as a result of becoming sin, the Bible tells us that we have authority to walk as Jesus did. And he walked in the power of his strength, the power of faith. He walked by faith and not by sight. And so that is why he was able to do all of the things that he did. And he did it by faith, as the scripture teaches us. And so we know that uh, Jesus, the Bible tells us that um, he became sin. And I've been talking to you guys about the um, the book of Romans. And this is a perfect book to study about this subject. And so I want to let you guys know all that believe are justified. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so it tells us that you and I are justified by faith. And uh, uh, we once we make this confession about Jesus Christ being God and that he came in uh, on our, and died on our behalf, the Bible tells us that we receive certain benefits. And these benefits is what we are talking about. So as we take a look, it says, uh, the scripture tells us that um, Abraham believed God and it was accredited to him as righteous. And so this is the foundation by which you and I become righteous. And righteous means that we are uh, uh, right before God, or just before God. And so the Jesus Christ comes and he does all of these things on our behalf so that you and I, through his death and resurrection, the Bible tells us um, that uh, we are uh, uh, justified. And let me put it this way according to the scripture. Uh, who has delivered us um, up because of our offense and raised us because of our justification. And I mentioned to you that offense was the sin that uh, was uh, um, given to us through Adam in his, uh, um, in his test once he failed. And the Bible tells us that you and I, uh, is, uh, we become justified because of what Jesus has done. So as, uh, as I mentioned to you, in, in Romans 5, uh, 1 says, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. And so as we are looking at this, we see that uh, you and I, all that believe, are justified. And this is a great place to be because one, we are not, and we are living in the flesh and governed by the flesh. The Bible tells us that we can never please God. It says, in fact, there's enmity, there's a war between uh, the flesh and the, and the spirit, and those that are, are governed by the spirit, the flesh can never 
please God. And it tells us so also in in uh, the book of Romans. And so we see that in, in Jesus dying, as the scripture says in, in Romans chapter 5, it tells us that, but God demonstrates his own love towards us in while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us uh, much more than having now been justified by his blood, we have been saved from wrath through him. So we see this justification took place by his death and his resurrection. It says that we are justified by his blood. And so as we are now reconciled, which the scripture says, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. So I wanted to let you guys know that all that is saved, all those who claim to be saved, the scripture said, that you and I are justified. It tells us before, and this is why I went back in with Adam and bring that. It says, therefore, uh, just as through one man sin entered into the world, that sin that took place in the Garden of uh, Eden that caused the offense, or the offense actually, which causes sin to enter in, that um, this death we were all represented of in the kingdom of darkness. And now you and I are free from this. And that sin caused you and I to behave the way we usually do when we were without Christ. That means that we lived in sin, fornication, adultery, murder, lasciviousness, all of those different things that the Bible tells us uh, that uh, um, is a part of the flesh, lying, stealing, you go name it, covetousness, all of these things that the Bible teaches us that is a part of that kingdom of darkness. And so Jesus' uh, death also, uh, being born again, creates this new creature. Number one, as I mentioned to you guys, that we were, uh, Adam created a creature, and that was never intended. Jesus Christ came in his death and his obedience. Uh, he created another creature, which the Bible tells us that you and I are born again, and behold, old things are new. Uh, we are a new creature. Um, it tells us in Second Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, uh, um, it tells us that he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And this is to let you and I know that we now have a new spirit. And as we have this new spirit that is able now to reconnect to God like he originally was planned to do. And the Holy Spirit comes also to help us, to empower us through living within our spirit and as well. The Bible tells us that God has given his spirit to live within us as a result. Back in the Old Testament, if you see Samson and all of those guys, they, they were waiting on the spirit to come upon them. But with the new contract, the new covenant, uh, the new belief system that God was putting in place was that the spirit of God would dwell inside of us and we would then be able to walk in the power as um, uh, we don't have to wait on the Holy Spirit to come like uh, all the men in the Old Testament did. And so we know that 
this justification is a free gift that is being given to us, as the scripture tells us in Romans. And the gift is not that which comes through the one man who sinned for the judgment, which came from one offense resulted in condemnation, but the free gift which came for many offenses resulted in justification. If by one man's offense death reigned through that one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in this life through one uh, Jesus Christ. And I've talked to you about that combination, what it is. And the Bible tells us that when we apply this combination together, that you and I will reign in this life. And let's look at that quickly. And one of the other aspects of us being this new creature. For if by one man's offense death reign through one man, much more those who receive abundance of grace. And we've talked about grace, what it is. It is the divine influence upon the heart and the benefit that it brings to the believer. That is the essence of what grace. And grace is God's part. You and I can't use grace. But the Bible tells us that uh, grace comes from God. And that, uh, uh, but we have access to this grace, as we read, uh, tells us that we have access, um, as I mentioned to you earlier in the scripture, through this grace because of Jesus Christ. And so, uh, because we have access of this faith, as I read earlier in Romans chapter 5, verses uh, 2, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace. And that grace is God the Father. And so the Bible tells us, and his, um, the Bible tells us that all men, the heart of the king, is in the hand of God. And as a result of it, all the heart being in the, in the hands of God, he's able then, by this grace, to be able to uh, uh, cause them to bring results to us. And so the other aspect of that two-part formula, formula that I told you guys is grace is God's part. And the gift of righteousness. What is the gift of righteousness? We've talked about it. The gift of righteousness. Adam, um, Abraham became righteous when he believed God, when he walked by faith, when he believed and became fully persuaded. The Bible tells us that at that point, God says that him, he is righteous. And as a matter of obtaining that, that is walking by faith. So, you see this formula, this combination of grace and faith as a result of Jesus dying and uh, um, resurrecting. You and I, all that believe, are justified. We have access to that type of power. So I want to challenge all of my brothers and sisters out there that uh, uh, the scripture tells us that you and I are justified. Do not let this, uh, the thought life that you and I uh, allow, those thoughts that come in from the enemy to cause you to detach yourself from the Father and from his blessings. For the Bible tells us that the, the, the enemy comes to us through our thought and Jesus tells us how to even combat that. For he says in the scriptures, take no thought, saying. So you and I are not to agree with the thought. And so once we agree with the thought, the scripture tells us that we now own it. And so 
you and I are uh, 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 have been His new creature. We are dead to sin. The Scripture says so. When Jesus uh, um, died, things began to happen so that you and I, when we come into agreement with Him, we identify then with His death and His resurrection. So things began to happen. Um, uh, um, we are, 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 we, as a result of this new creature, when we become born again, it tells us in Romans chapter 6, uh, certainly it says, How shall we do? How shall we who die to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many as us who were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? So we are uh, identify once we have identified with Jesus Christ in his death we've also identified in his resurrection and so what happened on that cross Jesus became sin and died to sin so that sin has no dominion over you and I at all period unless we have we let it we take the thought that comes into our life, and we now uh, obey the flesh versus obeying the spirit. The flesh is going to talk to you all day long, and uh, uh, when it does, you your responsibility. The scripture tells us is to walk in the spirit, and when we walk in the spirit, it says we are not going to be able to fulfill the lust of the flesh. So w- those who are born again. Uh, when you enter into the kingdom of God, lots of stuff happened to you. All that believe are justified. And so once you have come to this place of justification, you are, the Bible says that you and I are at peace with God. God is at peace with us. Um, we, he sees uh, the blood of Jesus in, in while we, we stand then we come boldly before the throne of grace and it tells us that uh, this man, that when we come, we're coming into the presence of God Almighty, uh, Jesus, our high priest. And as a high priest, he's um, bringing the blood and the sacrifice, reminding the Father of, of the glorious work that he has done for us on our behalf. And so we know that when this death took place at this cross, a lot of things have taking place in Romans chapter 6 verse 6 knowing this that our old man was crucified with him so your old man that you were in the kingdom of darkness when you are walking into this new kingdom by your belief and confession of who Jesus is something happens to you our old man was crucified with him that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. And so we are not slaves to sin, but those that are in the kingdom of darkness are slaves to sin. That's why they do what they do, and they they can't move from that space. So you and I are no longer a slave to sin. This is why Jesus says to people that claim to be Christians, and he's telling us 
you will know them by their fruit. And it's a very plain statement. And we try to make excuses for people that behave with atrocious behavior and all of these uh, uh, evil things, which is the flesh. We try to equate them and say, oh, that brother or sister, um, you know. No, the Bible says different. It says God has put his love into you. So here's a born-again Christian. If God has put his love into you and you're acting like that and where you're practicing it, I could see you coming out maybe once in a while and, you you know, because of something where you emotionally outburst and you lose it and whatever. And But you find yourself, you relent and you pray and you re- repent and you knew that you stepped out and you made a mistake. The Bible tells us, run to your brother, ask for forgiveness and all of these different things. But those that are living within this space, practicing it constantly and calling themselves Christians, they are lying. It is not truth. And you will know them by their fruit. And stop making excuses for these people and tell them who they are. And so they haven't been uh, uh, justified. They haven't been exposed to God. The Bible tells us that there are many um, uh, wolves that are in sheep clothing. It tells us this. So we need to be aware of these people. And the Bible tells us that we ought to stay away from them. It says, what, um, what, uh, does it have to, what Baal, what does Baal and, and Christ, and those that are in Christianity or Christians or believers, believers, the scripture tells, have in common nothing. They're two different sets of, uh, uh, kingdom. So, um, don't uh, look for a, a man in, from the kingdom of darkness to be a Christian. Don't look, uh, a man, don't look for a woman. That is in the kingdom of darkness. Find your mate within your kingdom. So the Bible tells us again that Jesus Christ, we are freed from sin. And because we have been freed from sin, all that believe are justified. Romans 6, uh, 7 says, For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lived, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourself to be dead indeed to sin but alive to god in christ jesus and so that is why i want to let you know and encourage you all that believe are justified you and i are no longer in a space where we're concerned about you know pleasing god and whatever once we live in the spirit and walk in the spirit i guarantee you we will please god and uh, uh, they used to teach us don't you can't do this you don't do that don't do this as a christian you can't do this that is absolutely nonsense Uh, you can do whatever you want but if you're in love with god you would want to please god and i believe that's how they should have taught us but they never taught us they made christianity a life of limitation it is not a life of limitation for the bible says uh, our god is god of all things 
and all things are possible to the believing man, to the man that walks by faith. So this is not a life of limitation. It's a life of possibilities. It is how you should live it and not walk by that uh, condemnation that they teach in church because God says, therefore, now there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Why? Because all that believe are justified. And it says, therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal bodies, that you should obey it in its lust. And that is the power that you and I have. We are now equipped with the power to um, not to sin. Before we were not, and we just did what we did. But now as Christians, those that have died through um, and identify with Jesus Christ and was crucified with him, the scripture tells us um, that we are uh, dead to sin through that. And knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slave to sin. Again, that is in Romans chapter 6, that talks about chapter 6, verse 6. And so we see that you and I have received other things just than being born again and what it entails to be born again, that this Jesus Christ, through his death and resurrection, you and I have obtained justification. You and I have come to a place where we can, the scripture says, we are at peace with God. And so it tells us that you and I have the authority and the power to not allow sin to reign in our mortal bodies. It tells us that you and I now have access to this grace, this grace which is God the Father, and the power that comes by that tells us that you and I, through this faith that we have, that we are justified and that when we partner with God and His grace and our faith, the Bible tells us that we will reign in this life. We will be able to do the things that God intends for you and I to have done. And so it tells us in the scriptures, it says, And having been set free from sin, you became slave unto righteousness. And so I wanted to let you guys know that you and I are no longer under sin. All that believe are justified. The Bible tells us that you and I, we walk by faith and not by sight. It tells us also that the just shall live by faith. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.